Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. The car market, particularly the used car market in Australia, has been pretty remarkable over the past couple of years. Supply chain challenges with new cars or demand for used vehicles soar and took prices to levels we really haven't seen before. As markets start to normalise, I wanted to talk to Cameron McIntyre, the Chief Executive Officer of CarSales.com, Australia's leading car website. This is a big company. It's got a market cap of around $7.7 billion with a very large international presence, which is getting even bigger. Cameron McIntyre, welcome back to Fear and Greed. Thanks, Sean. Great to be here. Very different environment today in March 2023 to when we last spoke, late 2020. It's different, but it's also, I guess, a little bit the same. I mean, the, the things that have probably changed a little bit over that period of time would be, I mean, clearly prices have gone up, as you talked about in your introduction. And between March 2020 and today, used car prices are up between 40 and 45% in Australia and in pretty much most of the markets that are in around the world. Sort of similarly, in that time frame, we've seen you know, consumers avoid public transport and move into car ownership just because of the pandemic. We've seen supply chain issues with new cars and getting supply to market. And so there's been a whole bunch of things that have changed and you know, consumers have become more comfortable in transacting in all things online as well. And so that we've seen a, a lot change. So it's been a busy time. Okay. Is demand normalising? I mean, are we getting back to the point where the new car market deliveries are coming on time, presumably that takes pressure off the used car prices. But where are we up to in that cycle? I mean, with new cars, it depends on the make and model that you're talking about. So, you know, I mean, there's still quite decent wait times for particular cars and other cars are, are much easier to get a handle on or hold of these days at the moment. But your supply, more generally speaking, is, is probably getting closer to more normal levels overall, but it can still be a little bit hit and miss uh, depending on what it is that you're, you're looking for. And new car sales are you know, improving as well. And I think uh, VFAX had new car sales at about 6.5% or so up on the same time last year, year to date. So things are getting back to normal in the new car space, but, but it's a, a little bit make model specific. Okay. So I wanted to talk about car sales, uh, the company itself. You've actually had a, a good 2023 year to date in share price terms, or you sort of had a great start and sort of been fairly flat since then. How we, I mean, I want to get into the international market and what you're doing in Brazil, but what's happening locally first? Yeah, no, I mean, so the the local market for us um, is still buoyant. We're still seeing good demand for used cars. Inventory is returning to normal. So if any of your listeners are Looking on car sales, we'd, we'd have about 202,000 cars on car sales at the moment. You go back to when we talked in 2020, inventory was in a different spot then, and I think we got down to about 126,000 cars was the low point. Um, so inventory is returning to normal levels. And pre-pandemic, you know, 2019-ish, we were at probably 230,000 cars. So what we're seeing is the time it's taking to sell a car is getting closer to where it used to be pre-pandemic, but it's still faster at the moment. And consumer demand is still is still good. And prices, as I mentioned before, are still up, you know, 40 to 45%. And we're not seeing that change. Um, that's still holding at those sorts of le- levels at the moment. Are you worried about interest rates? Not at these levels, no. I think, you know, I mean, 
our business is all about buying and selling cars, right? I mean, so if if there's turnover of cars, that's a good thing for us. So, I mean, a couple of scenarios would be your know, high interest rates. People need more money to pay down their mortgage, so they'll they might sell a a $40,000 car, but they still need to commute from point A to point B. And so they might buy a $20,000 car and take $20,000 of equity. People still have changes in family circumstances that require them to buy and sell a car. They change jobs, etc. So interest rates might indicate you know, how much money people spend on a car, but they will still buy and sell cars. And in all those circumstances, that's, that's a good outcome for our business. Stay with me, Cameron. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is carsales.com CEO, Cameron McIntyre. Okay, what I want to spend a bit of time on is your overseas push. So whereabouts are you? And then, I, I mean, I just want to go into Brazil particularly, but just tell us where carsales.com is. So our markets are South Korea. So we have a, a big business in South Korea called NCAR, um, which is the car sales equivalent in South Korea. We have a business in Chile, which is, again, the car sales equivalent in Chile called Chile Autos. Again, in Mexico, Solo Autos. We bought a, a very large business in the United States inside the last sort of 18 months, and that's called Trader Interactive. And now we own 70% of the number one auto marketplace in Brazil called Web Motors. How do you choose where to go? How do you choose to go to South Korea or Brazil or the US? And this is a leading question because the criticism of the extra 40% of Web Motors that you've picked up is that you maybe spent too much on it. Now, that's you're always going to get twos and fro's on that. I'm just interested in the process of working out where to go. Yeah, I mean, so the process is... There's a, a lot to it, but I'll, gi- I'll give you the, the basic things that yep. we, we look for, right? So, so we're looking for markets where we can acquire a position in a number one player or a num- close number two player because in digital marketplaces, it tends to be a, a winner-take-all. We, we tend to approach these uh, investments by taking a minority position first. So we look for partners in those markets where we have alignment around the potential business that we're looking to buy and the long-term vision for that that business. We're looking for markets where there's relatively less digital sophistication. So, you know, markets growing in terms of digital environment and customer sophistication around digital marketing. You know, there's lots of runway around that for the development of our intellectual property and technology into those markets. We're looking for you know, management teams that we have alignment with around values and behaviours. We're looking for businesses where you know, we're not just bringing our cash to the table, we're bringing you know, product and tech to the table and, and we can deliver outcomes to shareholders, our shareholders, uh, relatively quickly but, um, but also you know, there's a good long-term runway. Okay, you, you now earn, now I'm going, I'm probably going to get this wrong, Cameron McIntyre from carsales.com. Is it 53% of revenue or earnings from offshore? Yeah, so the majority of our, our revenue comes from offshore now. Why do you think you've been successful among the local, I mean, if you, I suppose real estate's a very different sector, but a lot of the technology stocks, very few have done that well overseas, but you guys seem to have been able to establish this diverse revenue base. Yeah, I think, and I, I can't talk for anyone else, but I think in, in, in our circumstance, 
it's been about you know taking those minority positions, learning the market, learning about where we can create value for the business and for our shareholders. It's been about uh, developing trust with the management team on the ground and collaborating with them and building a strong long-term relationship. And it's about treating every market as being unique, I guess. So, yeah, we don't go into any market and assume that uh, we can just deploy our intellectual property and technology or our you know, platforms, et cetera. We, we treat every market as different. And in doing that, I guess, we don't potentially fall across some of the traps that maybe others have fallen into in, in the past. Okay. I, I mean, I can't let you go without asking about the EV market, the electric vehicle market. What's happening in that market here? And is it the same, you know, I'd imagine Korea is very different to Brazil, is very different to the US, is very different to Australia. Yes, no, they're all they're all different and they're all different in a number of different ways. I mean, EV sales here are, are growing. The EV market here is growing. I mean, the, the friction points here have been, you know, one, price. EVs have been expensive. Two, Variety you know, makes a model's choice for the consumer. The choice is improving today, uh, but you go back sort of 12, 18, 24 months, less choice. Now there's more, so it's evolving. Uh, you know, things like range anxiety have been an issue for some consumers and just getting past that. You know, a, lot of, a lot of consumers these days live in apartments and so charging can be a challenge. You know, where do I charge my EV when I get one? Yeah, and thinking about that. So all those things have been you know, front of mind for, for consumers and different markets around the world think of that differently. But here for Australian consumers, they've been the, the key issues. And I guess you know, we're, we're getting through a lot of that. Batteries on cars are getting better. Ranges are getting longer. There's more charging ports for consumers to choose from as that network expands. Prices are coming down as you, know, you might have observed with one particular manufacturer recently. So, I mean, I, th- I think the space is opening up more for the consumer, but it's going to take some time. You think about, you know, we've got, what, nearly 20 million cars on the, in the Australian car park and the average age of a car on the road in Australia is 10 years. So, yeah, it's going to take some time for, for our fleet to change over, but uh, it, it is evolving. Cameron, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. Great to catch up, Sean. Thank you so much. That was Cameron McIntyre, Chief Executive Officer of CarSales.com. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.